This is the Ordained Educator Podcast, and I'm your host, Bridget Jackson. For almost three decades, I have lived and loved doing one of the greatest passions on earth, educating. I'm an ordained educator. If you're listening to this podcast, you were destined to do what you're doing too. You were ordained to impact others. Thank you for joining us today. Do you know you have the permission to say no? Yes. N-O. As educators, oftentimes we find ourselves telling people no. However, when it comes to others, there's a thin line and we typically will not say no to the things that have no bearing on our destination of success. In this episode, I want to encourage you to use that two-letter word more frequently. Now, I don't mean for you to mismanage it or abuse it. I want you to actually manage it. Yes, saying no. You're one person and you can't do everything. You have to be able to be very selective with appropriating your time. Time is a commodity that we can't get back. I've often heard people say time is money and money is time. And there's some truth to that. You can't redeem time. You can't. Once it's gone, It's dispensed and it's gone. However, you can redeem money. You can redeem other losses in your life. So for this purpose, we must value time and make it as effective and efficient as possible. Therefore, that means there's some things that we're going to have to cut out of our life. Only you know what those things are. And only you know the significance of what cutting those things out of your life will incur. But something must give. You have to learn to say no. We really have an inclination as educators that we're superheroes and we wear capes, which after all, we are phenomenal. I call you an ordained educator. You are decreed and declared to do this. That's the definition of ordained. You are mighty and magnificent and so essential, but there's some kryptonite out there and you are not dispensable. One of the worst things that could happen to educators is the word stress. Yes, S-T-R-E-S-S. Now, did you visualize that in all capital letters? Because that's just how I said it. Stress can take us out. It has so many implications on our health. So today, my humble advice is learning something very simplistic called saying no. We have to say no to the things that distract us from our mission and vision so that we have the energy and the time to pour into the things that we need to say yes to. Then that means you must have a clear mission and vision. So you got to know where you're going. What's your end game? When you know that end game, guess what? You then have more clarity on saying the word no. Now, of course, I'm telling you this by experience because I've landed myself in the hospital multiple times by overwhelming myself and doing things that I should not be doing because I know how to prioritize. And so I'm giving you that advice. So think about that. I know we have times that we've overdone and we think that, you know, okay, I'll get back on and I'll just accomplish all these things. No. There's some eliminations that have to happen. So you, as a person, only you know what those things are. So let's get some clarity. Now, this might seem very simple, but it's not. I remember when I was going through some things on last year and I had to sit down and do a mind dump. 
If you don't know what a mind dump is, it is basically getting pen to paper and dumping everything from your mind. It's the things that you're worried about, the things that you want to accomplish, your goals, your ambitions, your fears, incomplete tasks, especially because that weighs on your brain and it actually will reduce your self-esteem. So just anything that's on your mind that's weighing you down, you literally dump all of that on a piece of paper. Then the next strategy that I would suggest is taking that information and organizing it so that you can start strategically attacking and accomplishing those things more effectively. From there, you take that organizational map and you can identify and see the things that are unfulfilled and unaccomplished. You can take them, then put them in quadrants. You can do a four quadrant label and it will help assist you in prioritizing what's emergent, what's urgent, what's important, and then things that are insignificant that are on a low priority. From there, you now have tangible evidence of what you need to say yes more frequently to and what you can say no to or maybe just not right now. And it's very important for that. And here is my indicator of what I use to decide not right now. If I was laying up sick home, whether whatever I had, a sinus infection, something simple, but I couldn't get up and do everything that I normally do because I don't have the strength, then I would see and think which things would be priority. So again, if it's things that I can't do when I'm not at my 100% best, then maybe those are some things right there that I push to the side and maybe not right now. Now that we're educating in a whole different format, our time is so significant. Our time is so valuable. Our time is a great commodity, especially for those of us that have small children or youth in the home. This can be a juggle. Thus, saying no is so imperative. Even if you're an empty nester like me, there's still time. Time is so valuable. You know, we're looking on social media and across platforms and stuff right now when people are talking about how they're doing this and how they're doing that. No, we're going to come out of this and what you have accomplished, you will get on the other side. So your time is very valuable. So I advise you to use it wisely. This is a very easy, but very effective strategy that could change your life. I'm suggesting this right now because of the numerous conversations with fellow educators. I've been talking to educators across the country for the past couple of weeks. And the things that have been resounding is the fact that educators are overwhelmed right now. It would be insanity to keep doing the same things and expecting to get a different result. Now, we've often heard this quote. But it's so true right now. Stop the insanity. Let's just stop. You are incredibly talented. You are incredibly unique. And you are incredibly designed for this specific time to accomplish what needs to be accomplished. However, in order to be successful, we have to pivot and do some mindset shifting. It's a simple paradigm shift. Many schools across the country, and I would even say across the globe, we're not prepared for the pandemic, but that's okay. We can't change that. There's nothing we can go back in time and do. It's the past. It's that easy. However, what we can do is work on the present and the future right now by again doing unassuming things. One of the most simplistic things is for us to have our head on correctly. 
The world is our best teacher. Life teaches us lessons in everything. We learn from unpleasant and pleasant experiences. I always believe that we have everything within us to be able to resolve the problems that come to us on a day-to-day basis. Yes, we have this. We can do this. You have the skill set to be successful right now. It is all within you. Yes, you have the wherewithal to be able to accomplish everything you need to accomplish. Everything that is for your future success. So let's just make it happen. Over and over again on my podcast, I have continued to share the fact that self-care is very important. I can't say it enough. I've shared the fact that we are not in exclusion and we're not on an island by ourselves. But networking, connections are so very vital. So with those two tools alone, you can accomplish so much. I was just telling someone about this last week. Actually, a young person. And he was incredibly talented, but he was very shy and withdrawn and kind of didn't want to speak up. So I shared with him about how when I was his age, I didn't like to talk a lot, but I was a leader and I was forging activities and developing skill sets that I still use today as a leader. And it's funny because, again, I was a teenager, but I was building a foundation to get me to where I am today. But what I found out now from my older self is that if you don't open your mouth, you don't attract the resources that you need to be successful. The exact words that I told this young man was a closed mouth doesn't get fed. Now, a wise person, one of my mentors told me that she happened to be my aunt. So in other words, if you keep your mouth closed, you can't draw the capital that was meant for you. And there's some things out there that's meant for you. And you have a voice activation that activates that. And so we have to open our mouths and we have to speak. Basically, the thing that I found out with talking to educators around the country is that we're kind of like doctors and nurses and police officers and those people that are in those fields that have to wear capes and sometimes almost have to appear as inhuman. And I'm not talking about just during COVID. I'm talking about for years in those professions, we have repeatedly seen situations where they're scared to talk because they believe that they have to always be 100% okay. Well, that's not the dispensation that we're residing in right now. And it's been for a long time. And I'm glad people are catching up. We have to have mental clarity. We have to speak up. We have to speak out. I know at times the feeling it's times that you feel like you're all by yourself. There's no one you can express things to. And what you're going through is uniquely you. And it's not. This is a fallacy because a closed mouth can't get fed. So please speak up. Please find a safe place, a safe haven to make sure you're taking care of yourself and being in a great mental space, a great physical space, as well as a great educational space. It's very important right now. Very important. I can't stress that enough. And the reason why I continue to stress this and say this is because the conversations that I have from day to day and week to week with educators has not changed. So we want to make sure we are reaching out for lifelines. It's critical. You're valued and you're needed. You're essential. 
So you have to learn how to maneuver more than ever during this time. You have to learn how to say no. It's critical and step up what you're saying yes to. Time is of the essence. You have the great capability inside you to discern what is the best fit for you and your time and then execute. You are no earthly good to people if you're worn out, fatigued, and ineffective. You're needed more than ever before. Learning has to be in harmony with your life. It's critical. So right now, as I pause, I want you to say no. Ready? It's that easy. I heard you. Good job. I'm very proud of you. Start prioritizing what to say no to. You cannot be everything for everyone in every situation at every time. Do your mind dump, prioritize, execute by saying no to the things that are not a priority and yes to the things that's going to help you accomplish your life's mission and goal. Not just as an educator, as a human being in every role that you have as a person. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you got something out of this. And as always, coach me and I learn. Challenge me and I grow. Believe in me and I win. I believe in you. And I believe this week you're going to do some extraordinary things. And you're going to use the word no in the most important ways. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening today. Please check our show notes for further information and do us a favor by subscribing and sharing with others. This podcast episode was brought to you by Ubuntu Press. You can find out more at www.ubuntupress.org. Ubuntu means I am because we are.